I'm Brandon. I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm Greg, and I'm a Chelsea fan. I'm JD, and I'm an Atletico fan. And this is... Indirect Kick! episode um we don't have the westender greg with us but our man in madrid is here live not on the phone he's back he's back Woo! <laughs> um, you know i heard that the west end girl he doesn't like my british accents <laughs> so what i'm gonna do is talk like a british person for the rest of the podcast. It's going to get us so many listeners. You like that? You like that, Greg? You like my accent? Yeah. You got a problem? I was going to say he couldn't face the humiliation of not being in Europe anymore. Oh, snap. Because you know who we are. We are the Europa Boys. We are the Europa Boys. And we don't like Chelsea. Um, I mean, I knew they were going out as soon as as soon as soon Messi tied that shit up at... at uh, at uh, at Stamford Bridge, I was like, "It's over, mate. It's yeah. over. You're you you're, you're doomed." And did, by the way, did we did we talk about their performance actually? That Champions League performance on our last episode? I don't think so. We missed that, didn't we? No, we 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 didn't we didn't talk. Yeah. Also, we 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 didn't even have just a quick thing about that Champions League thing because a little too far back. I think we're not really going to cover that today. But okay, did you see how good Barcelona were against Chelsea? Oh my god, <laughs> like. The, the the Messi scored like two goals from these impossible angles. They destroyed them three to zero. Well deserved. Well, we're actually not. I, what I thought you were gonna say, I didn't think you were gonna do a British accent. I thought you were just gonna do the whole podcast in Spanish because we're not gonna talk a lot about England today. Nothing really happened. Arsenal they they kicked uh, AC Milan's ass in the Europa League. They didn't play last week because Chelsea was playing uh, Leicester in the. In the FA Cup, uh, and there and Chelsea's in the semi-final. We should mention that, um, but not so much. Not really much happened in the Premier League, so it's going to be more La Liga, La Liga, La Liga yeah, heavy yeah, yeah. this episode. So. I mean, I think. Um, well, we'll we can talk about the Champions League later because I do think we should probably talk about it a little bit, you know, because we're gearing up for the quarterfinals. So we should probably at least engage in a little bit of speculation. What do you think, Brandon? Yeah, we could do that, but yeah, first... Yeah. But let's talk about La Liga. No, first we're going to talk about... We're not going to talk Oh, that's about, right. We're not talking about La Liga. We're going to talk about some soccer, man, and that terrible California accent is because... Some soccer. Because Los Angeles has dared to Zlatan. Yeah. They have... Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is no longer a Manchester United player. He is an LA Galaxy player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're welcome, Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, you're welcome, Carson, California. Maybe Absol can send him around, uh, show him around. That's uh, for our friend Sean. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, how, how, what do you feel about this move? How do you feel about it? I mean, I think it's perfectly a perfectly logical and sensible move on the part of Slatan. He's a veteran player, um, and that seems to be the fate of most European veteran players is to move to MLS after a long and, you know, healthy career in Europe. Um, I'm not sure if, I mean, Slatan is pretty, he's, he's up there in terms of age. He's 36 years old. And to be honest with you, 
I'm not necessarily surprised that he's come to the U.S., but I, I just, I definitely thought that he had a, a, a lot in him. I mean, this guy. I mean, you know, in some ways, I wish that I had followed his career more closely over the years because this is one of the hardest working soccer players in world football. And he was just a machine, you know, year after year. He would just score tons and tons and tons of goals. And he didn't really have, he didn't really break out very much until like his late 20s. Like when he was younger, he was a little bit more, he was kind of under the radar. It wasn't until like he, he, I guess when he was first playing for Inter was when he really started to shine. Uh, then he was amazing. His, his best by far was when he was playing for PSG. He was kind of a journeyman because he moved around a lot. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't really until the mid to late 2000s that he actually like, or late 2000s, that he actually like started to be like a superstar. And he was already, you know, well into his career. He was like in his late 20s. Uh, so this was a hardworking guy who killed it everywhere that he went. But he always kind of stayed and like he didn't stay for very long in each place. The only time he really didn't do well was when he was at Barcelona, which is kind of an interesting thing you could talk about. He hated Barcelona and he hated, he hated Pep. Not a not a Pep fan, mm-hmm. uh, Ibrahimovic. Uh, but anyway, I mean, this guy. I, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, he's a really hardworking player. He'll be great at MLS. I thought maybe he could have. He probably still could have stayed in Europe. He was still in tip top shape, even when he was at Manchester United. That's what I was gonna say. The thing is, if you look at his look at his Manchester United stats, he's like he had 29 appearances for Manchester United or or he, last year, and he had 17 goals. That's pretty solid. That's good. That yeah. Guy, maybe he can't play for the elite. European teams anymore, maybe you can make that argument, but he could play for a decent European side, like 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 David Villa, who plays for New York City FC. Like that guy could definitely still play in Europe. He he has a. The thing I'm worried about is I never understood why Villa came to the MLS. Actually, he yeah, was, but I, he still had but he more still, years. But, but yeah, he has more years, but also like he's a guy who kind of still takes it seriously. I think that's why he's he's dominates the league because I think these guys, some of these guys, come here just for a check, and I just I'm worried is Latan going to come here. Just to like hang out with celebrities, or is he actually coming here for like a new challenge or a new experience? His history does suggest that that's not what's going to happen. I mean, this is a hardworking dude who put who's given it his all everywhere, even at Barcelona when he was like up against like some some you know some serious click clicks and and uh, and uh, and like you know aristocracy there. So I mean, I mean, all all signs point to him being a hard worker and continuing to perform at his absolute best everywhere he goes. See, this isn't a guy who's lazy. This is a this right. is a good hard working player. This is a then he'll definitely be like an MVP candidate. Um also I just uh this is a very LA Galaxy move. All the all the like old Europeans go to LA or New York. So um well, I don't but, really have a big problem with it because I know like people who don't watch MLS or we're like, wow, retirement league. It's like, oh, you clearly don't pay attention to the league. Like, most of the big signings are, like, young South Americans now. So, like, yeah. They're, they're obviously, you need the, – the league still needs to make money. And, like, what do you, like, I think you brought up in our group chat, you are talking about how, like, the rise of LAFC and, like, they're kind of taking the market. They needed to make a big move. This is a – it was smart from a marketing perspective. They're getting a good player and they're getting someone who could sell jerseys and can sell tickets. So I don't have a problem with it. It's not – it's not the trend like it was, like, five, ten years ago, where it was just like, everyone from Europe is coming here. It's, it happens every once in a while, but really, the focus has been on, Ar- basically, everyone, everybody, all the big signings are from Argentina now. It's not necessarily, like, guys from Europe. So, you know, it's clear that, it also, some, I read a comment that I thought was funny, because, like, I was just on Facebook, and I was reading the comments, and most people were like, oh, cool, I gotta get tickets to go see LA Galaxy now. And one person was like, 
oh well, maybe if DC did this, I would go to our games. Like that's why they. This is why they have the perception because you're such a snob. You refuse to go to your local soccer team's games because of like whatever reason. Like you love soccer, but you won't go to the local teams just to go, even if you're not like. You're not a huge MLS guy, but you at least were like, yeah, I'll go to a DC United game. Yeah, right? of course. Why wouldn't I go see some soccer? Yeah, you know. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, soccer man, soccer. No, but um, well, we gotta we gotta bring up the whole we gotta bring up the whole you know, dear Los Angeles. Oh yes, and he you know. he introduced himself to his his new club, his new city. Very, very well. He took an ad in the LA Times, like a full page ad. It just says, Dear Los Angeles. And then down the page, it goes, You're welcome. And it's like, it's signed by him. It's very Slaton. It yeah. Yeah. But uh, this is they probably fun. will be. I mean, like you mentioned, you know, with the with LAFC, and like, because LAFC has a pretty big lineup of superstars. I don't, you might have to help me here. I know Carlos Vela is there. Yeah. Who's pretty damn good. But who else is there? There's some big names. There's Is Tim Howard there? Am I crazy? No, Tim Howard plays for Colorado. Oh, okay, dumb. Sorry. They um, they have. I don't watch very much MLS, but I'm willing to learn. <laughs> yeah, LA, and they have started off pretty well. I think they have. They haven't lost yet, uh, and LA, the Galaxy have played pretty well too so far. So, they this is a this is a necessary move. I, this is very smart on their part. So, um, yeah, uh, Diego Rossi, he's pretty good. He's okay. pretty good for them. He's a young Argentinian guy. Um. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a good move. Yeah. So we'll see. That'll probably make the. That'll probably make the LA Derby. Yeah. Uh, that'll make. Well, the... oh, I'm glad you brought that up because he could play in that game. That could be his first game. Is the. Is oh the wow! Game. What yeah. a show! They that's, really. That's next week, but I don't know if he'll be ready for that because he just got there. But because it's, well, it's on the 31st, March 31st. He, they could probably do it. Yeah, and that's going to be on Big Fox too. That, that's going to do big, big ratings. Yeah, well, we should watch it. Yeah, we should. Maybe, maybe we'll make that a. Uh, we'll do a breakdown on that one. A ting. As, as Lawtown plays, we'll definitely do a breakdown of it. Yeah. Um. Yes. How's DC doing? You got a quick um, update on DC. Since they lost. DC three, folks. They, lo- they lost three one yesterday to Columbus. Oh boy. But I, MLS is done with the scheduling, so you know a lot of these teams are like shorthanded because of the international break. So I don't. So it's all right. Yeah. Um, uh, do they? Um, where are they playing? Are they playing at the Naval Academy? The last, their first home game was they played in Columbus yesterday. But their first home game against Houston was um, at the Soccerplex in Maryland in a German town. Okay, and I that's think, where the Washington Spirit play, right? Yeah, and I think their next home, their next quote unquote home game is going to be at the Naval Academy. I have to look it up though. That'd be cool. I'm not. I don't. I'm not too far away from there. Okay, maybe we should go. Yeah, well, we can look into it. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, Scheduling games on the podcast, <laughs> just talking, you know, yeah, and we'll just get... talking life. Oh, yeah. you want to get some food? Or maybe <laughs> yeah. we could stop it. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Do we? Is it La Liga time? La Liga. Um, yeah, sure. It's La Liga time. Um, all right. So, um, so La Liga. Um, Brandon, you ready? I'm ready. Um, let's give a warm round of applause to Barcelona, the new champions of La Liga. Yeah, just do it. Just yeah. And how did this happen? It's because Atletico messed it all up. 
Uh, I'm glad so, you're good girl and you're centering yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the um, spirit of Greg. In the spirit of Greg, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, 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 we drop a couple of swear bombs every now and again, but we try to keep clean. This is a family show, after all. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, but we messed it up. We shot ourselves in the foot, and we definitely have now lost any hope to claim the La Liga title. Of course, it was already kind of clear. We had a golden opportunity a couple weeks ago when we were facing off with Barcelona. We were only four points behind them. Had we won, we would have been at one point. Now we're 11 points. Uh, there's no coming back from that. There's only like seven or eight games left of the season. It's not going to happen. Barcelona's going to be the champ. So how did they do it? How did they mess up? Uh, so we were playing a pretty important game against Villarreal. Who, you know, historically have been kind of an up-and-down team, but have generally been pretty solid and good. They're not a team that you that you, um, that you take for granted. They're, they're pretty good. Um, there was a famous matchup between Villarreal and Arsenal back in the day. You guys knocked them out, though. Mm-hmm. It was in the Champions League. This was a while ago. It was like 10 years ago. Okay. But they got pretty far. They got to the quarterfinals. Right. So they're, they're a team that know how to play. Anyway, so... Um, basically, it was just not. It was just like a classic bad Atletico game, right? Where, um, you know, it began with Atletico kind of attacking a little bit better, kind of going for that first goal. And this is what always happens. It's like Atletico starts off with a bang, you know, trying to get that first goal. And then once they score the goal, they just send everybody back, which is just so frustrating because it's like, look, guys, like you're a top class team. You're not, you know. You're not like an you're not amateurs. You you know you need to um, you need to put a little bit more pressure. You got to win games and win them big. And once again, they didn't do that. So the first goal we did manage to get that first goal through you know a lot of attacking play. Uh, it was a penalty kick scored by a Griezmann that he dove. Ain't gonna lie, he he took a he took a little. He let well when it's your team, it's not a dive. He let himself fall, as they say in the in Spanish commentating lingo. Um, So so he let himself fall, and he delivered a penalty kick. Um, I think we were pretty comfortable in the first half, but you know, but we weren't really very effective up front as far as like you know, getting um, getting another goal to kind of take a comfortable lead. Um, but you know, like like classic Simeone, it's just like you get that one goal, and then everybody has to go back and defend, and it's like not a good move, man. Um, I like what you wrote in your notes was like not good, Simeone. It wasn't good, Simeone. It was not good. Um, then later he added Vitolo and Gabi to kind of beef up the attack, but uh, once again, you know, sometimes I just do not understand the tactics of of Simeone. He took Griezmann off. Huge mistake. I mean, Griezmann was playing pretty well. There was no, there was no reason to take Griezmann off. But he took Griezmann off, replaced him with Gabi, who you know, the the old guy. You know, he's good, but he's he's got a few years. You know, Um, and you know, he tried to beef up the attack, and it kind of worked, but it just it it was once again just very ineffective because we seemed to be content with just defending most of the time. He even tried to put on Torres. Although that was later, I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but basically, you know, Villarreal, um, they were always kind of threatening. And then when when Javi Calleja, the, the Villarreal coach, threw on um, Unal, 
Uh, that was a great move because he ended up scoring both the goals that clinched the winner. So first he ties it up, um, and then through like a through a corner kick uh, set piece, um, and then that's when Simeone tries to throw on Fernando Torres to see if he can get like a dramatic, you know. 2-1 win against Villarreal, but that wasn't happening because we were not playing good. And, of course, he took off our best player, which was Griezmann. And uh, so, so, okay, so, he, so he didn't, he just didn't, he just did not make the right move, Simeone. Thankfully, Simeone, he did take responsibility for that, by the way. We'll get to that in a second. But anyway, so then, you know, once again, Villarreal were, you know, feeling inspired and and then they were able eventually to clinch a, a winner in, in, the, in, the, in the dying moments of the game and and they sealed, you know, Atletico's fate. And so, uh, Simeone took responsibility for the poor performance after the match, saying that he made a mistake in taking Griezmann off. So we appreciate that, Simeone. But you know, that's it. That's it for our title hopes. Where the hopes are now dashed. Barcelona are the champions. Uh, now we also have now we also have the problem of Real Madrid, who were comfortably behind us for most of the season. They're now only four points behind us, and we're facing them uh, pretty soon in a couple weeks. So, uh, yeah, if we mess that up, then uh, you but, know. But now you're like you're you're just like me. You're Europa or a bust. We are Europa or a bust. Uh, we pretty much comfortably made it past Lokomotiv Moscow. Who do we play against now? Oh, we play against Sporting Portugal. That shouldn't be too hard for us. Yeah, but you we're know, playing Cesca Moscow, Arsenal. Probably won't be terribly I'm hard for to, you either. Trying to slip in some Arsenal in here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah. oh, it's it's just unfortunate, you know. I was, I had some real hope for La Liga like a couple weeks ago, but now now all hopes are yeah. now all hopes are dashed. So, great job, Barcelona. <laughs> Our only hope. By the way, for the Champions League, but we'll get to that later. So, yeah, that's it for La Liga. Um, it is an international break, and it is an international the international break. It is sorry. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to never mind. <laughs> Let's continue. Um, it, it was an international break, and there's some pretty good games, pretty good matchups, like a lot because a lot a lot of these international breaks. They, like I guess it's warming up for the World Cup, so you really have to like challenge yourself. So like there are a lot of like good matchups, like juicy matchups, like Spain, Germany, even Italy wasn't in the World Cup. Italy, Argentina is still a good. Yeah, it's like all great pairings, like right. Fran- France, Colombia, Spain, Germany, Italy, Argentina, all great teams, all playing against each other. We're still not done with the break, of course. There will be more games uh, coming up on Monday and Tuesday. Um, but yeah, Brandon, sorry, can take the lead on this a little, or at least like guide me. Um, France, Colombia. I know you watched more of the friendlies than I did. France, Colombia. I. I have ever since like the draw was made, I would just set. I'm gonna pick France. I'm gonna pick France. I know it's like one game, and I shouldn't like this, but blowing a two goal lead ugh, makes me a little worried. I might have to like rethink things. I mean, I know I have to watch them a little more and like see them, but I was really p- convinced on picking France. I thought they had like so much talent. Well, and I thought they had that game in the bag too, because that second goal they scored was a, a beautiful goal. I mean, it was like this amazing combination play. Griezmann flicked it like back. And then they pass it to another, like, a left winger, and then he just, like, nailed it in for the... Oh, it was, like, a beautiful goal. Mm-hmm. So, like, after that goal, I was like, France has got this in the bag. This could be 3-4-0, you know what I mean? Like, this game, like, Colombia... Colombia's just, like... Colombia's, like, you know, not even trying. But, hey, you know, but they came back in, and they... 
and they I mean it was a great game. It was like Colombia was like we're not we're not done yet. The first goal that was scored was scored by Muriel and it was like this kind of a freak shot that just like I think what happened was that Muriel tried to it was basically a cross that ended up being a goal. He didn't mean it to be a goal, but I think what happened was that like Muriel made the cross and he thought and 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 there was like a there was a I can't remember who the who the guy the forward who tried to like who tried to like uh, smash it in, uh, but he couldn't. The, the 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 forward couldn't quite reach the ball with his foot. And I think you know Yoris, he was trying to sort of like he was reacting as if the forward, the center forward, was going to hit it. So he was expecting the center forward to hit it. So he he instinctively dove to try and block his shot, and was not. Um, and so, therefore, he, like, didn't expect that the ball would just sort of slip past him. So, instead of, like, trying to actually stop the ball, he was trying to stop a shot that he was anticipating. And he just kind of, like, messed it up. And then, you know, basically, uh, basically, um, you know, they scored a goal. Uh, and then afterwards, you know, Colombia just, like, took control. Second goal was a PAE from, uh, from, uh, from one of my favorite players, really, ever. Um... Don Falcao. Yeah, we, we must, we must, we must, we must refer to him with the proper honorifics. He's not Radamel Falcao or Falcao. He's say say with me. Don Don Falcao. Okay. Okay. Right. With all the respect. Are oh, you at home? That it, it, <laughs> You're at you know, home. Like yeah, that. yeah. Don Don Falcao scored a brilliant goal. Great little pass from James. Uh, those two are going to be amazing in the World Cup. You know, they're just like. Colombia, Colombia is going to go far. I'm saying semifinals at least. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colombia is a great team. Don't underestimate them. Um, Anyway, great game. I mean, you know, they came back from a two-zero lead. That's awesome. So anyway, so I think that's it for that game. You know, the third the third goal was a penalty. Um, Completely deserved. Umtiti, the Barca defender. He was like, "Oh, dude, wasn't a penalty. It it was totally a penalty, dude. You like freaking like you clipped like you like caught your legs in a web and." You yeah sorry bud but it was totally a penalty. Um, so I, I guess we're moving on to the next game and the friendly thing. Um, yeah, I just uh, I, I kind of want to talk about a little bit of Egypt Portugal. Just had like, oh one do it do it do it. Um, you know it's just it kind of shows that game really show because like I think with like Spain and Germany which we'll get into those are just great teams. They have great obviously they have like superstar players but they they're a great team like Egypt and Portugal without Mosala and without. Um, and without uh, Ronaldo, would probably be average teams at best. But those those players lift those teams up. And you can look at the scoreline. Mo Salah scored in the 50, 56th minute. And uh, Ronaldo's like, nope. And scored twice in extra time. <laughs> he was just like, oh, we're going to win. I decided. So that's really all the point it had. So it's it's it just, it, it's like, it's kind of like when, when Spurs sold Bale. It's like, Oh, I don't know. Even though you got like a shit ton of money, I don't know if you should sell a, a, a generational talent like that. But um, yeah, that's all I really have to say about that. We can. Uh, I think the game of the week was probably Spain Germany. Yeah. Matter. Well, I thought the game. Well, I think France Colombia was a better oh, yeah, game. Well, that's well I don't know. They're both really good in different ways. Yeah. So, well, first of all, I was going to say Colombia's got some stars too. Yeah. Uh, Hamas ha- yeah. with that. Well, not just Hamas, but I mean Falcao. Yeah. Don Falcao. Well, I just like he, ha- he ha- he's had his- that. He's escaped the clutches of Real Madrid, and he's like, he's like, oh, he's doing great, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good move. There's so many. Robin was the same way, dude. Yeah. Robin was like, you know, he broke out with Chelsea, then with Real Madrid. He was like, he had an all right career, but 
he fell out of favor quickly once. I guess it was when when did he leave? Just before Mourinho stepped in, or he he left, you know, and he became way better when he was at Bayern. Anyway, um, the Spain Germany game, though. Oh my God, like like that scoreline does not reflect what a beauty that game was. Like I already knew what the score was, and I was still hooked on that game because it was so I mean it was like I can't even describe for you all the things that happened in that game because like it was just back and forth back and forth beautiful playing I mean just like both teams showcasing like why they're some of the best teams in the world I mean it was just like it was the kind of soccer that was like I don't know how else to say it it was orgasmic it was like Spain was classic Spain Spain was like you know, passing beautifully and just like setting up these amazing plays. Iniesta was like, "Oh, he's another one that deserves Don 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 Andres." <laughs> Say it with me. Say it with me. <laughs> you at home? Yeah, you at home. Don Andres. Uh, he was also amazing. Um, he was great. Isco was really good too. This is another thing that I think. You know, it's like I don't know why Zidane is not about Isco because Isco played fantastically. Um, uh, in that game, but oh my god, it was great. I mean, Germany was amazing too. Mueller scored a great goal. The first goal that sco- scored by Spain was amazing too. But there's just like back and forth, back and forth, each team showcasing just like how incredible they were. I wish I could be specific, but it was just like literally every time the team touched the ball, they would set up like this beautiful attacking display or counter. It was just like the game should have been like three to three or four to four. I mean, it was just like it's just a, it's a miraculous that like it only ended in one one, but would, it was it was de- a gorgeous match. Would you describe it as a World Cup final preview? Preview we could see for the final in the summer. It could be. Yeah. You know, Spain. I think or it's it's. I know it sounds weird to say this about Spain because they are Spain, and I know that some people have touted them as like one of the favorites of the tournament. But if you think about it, like Spain hasn't necessarily been cited as like a favorite. They've kind of been. Like, they're, like, maybe second-tier favorites. You know, I think everyone's thinking, like, it's going to be Brazil, it's going to be... Or France. Or I feel like those teams have a little more, like, pedigree as far as, like, what we think are favorites. Spain is in the mix, but... Oh, it's like Germany, France, and Brazil seem to be, like, on the higher pecking order of favorites than Spain. Spain is in the favorites, but people are not necessarily as convinced. But I don't really know why. They're playing incredibly. Um... We all want, of course, Messi to get his title, but oh yeah, I guess we have to talk about we have to talk about Messi a little bit too. We have to talk about Argentina, Italy. So we're we gonna do that now. Oh yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, so that was a bad game. Uh, Argentina. It kind of really shows you how much they need Messi. To be well, honest, that kind of goes back to my great uh, point of just like great players. Like when you have that great player, it really changes things. Like take great players take. Especially in in soccer and probably like probably about, you could say the same thing about like basketball, but like um, you know it really elevates a, it it elevates an average team to a great team when you have like that kind of generational talent. Well, yeah, and Messi is that good that it, he could actually be good enough to take an entire team all the way to the World Cup to, to being World Cup champions. But he, that, he almost did, and he almost did. That being said, um, that being said, like I didn't think they played very well. They did end up winning two zero, but most of the game was really bad. They were not playing very well. Um, yeah, Messi's injured right now. He has a hamstring injury. It's been bothering him. Argentina's going to be playing against Spain, which is quite a matchup. Um, we'll see if Messi's good enough to to 
be ready to play against them. I know he's hoping to. I know he's hoping to perform. Maybe they'll sub him in. But I wasn't. I, even though Argentina won, I didn't think they were very convincing. Um, and I know that you know some people. I'm not one of these people. I think Messi's amazing with the national team too. I don't think he's like bad with the national team, but only good at Barca. But I still think that like. You know, Argentina's going to have to step it up a little bit. They can't just only be Messi that carries them. It can get them very, pretty far, but you could argue that that is the difference maker between sort of Germany and Argentina ultimately, like back in 2014. And mm-hmm. it's like Messi could only do so much, right. but Argentina was not nearly as complete a team as Germany was, mm-hmm. you know. That being said, I mean, Argentina's still a great team. Let's not kid ourselves. But, you know, you saw how much they struggled to get into the World Cup. Right. This year. I mean, they really, they barely made it, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, that's that's really, I think that I think that kind of sums up the international friendlies. Good games, you know. You think, oh man, international break, who cares? Like, ugh, friendly games. But they were all good games. Well, the know? international breaks are going to be better now because of the World Cup. Because people are, because they're teams pumped. Are, are, are warming up for the World Cup. Right, and and I guess we're kind of. I think it was the. Uh, I think Deschamps, the, the the coach for France, basically already said like the people you see in this that been the people that you see here that have been called up for this friendly are the players that are going to be playing at the World Cup. He said something like the majority of the players that I've called up for this game are going to be at the World Cup. So it's kind of cool to sort of see like the roster, right, mm-hmm. and to sort of see like who's going to be going and how they're going to be playing. It's it's exciting, you know. And of course, they gave us great pairings, right? They gave us like really great. Um, they gave us really great like matchups. You know, they didn't just give us like I don't know. My dad always makes the joke of Uruguay versus Chad. That's always his favorite like useless <laughs> matchup. It comes from a movie. Have you ever seen the movie Cats versus Dogs? It was an old kids movie from the two thousands. Oh, uh, I think I vaguely. I think it's seen it on like TV or something. It's like my dad's favorite like useless soccer thing knowledge like. There's, like, a character in the movie, like, the kid who, he's into soccer, which is kind of random for 2000, since mm-hmm. it's, like, you know, soccer wasn't that popular at all, so why would this, like, white kid love, Amer- love soccer, but whatever. Um, so, basically, like, this white American kid, but basically, like, yeah, like, there's a scene where, like, I think, I guess the cats are the enemy, and the cats are trying to trick him in order to kidnap him, so they send him this box that says he's won free tickets to this game. Um, that's, and it's like, he gets like a jersey, he gets like a jersey and tickets and it's like, oh my God, Uruguay versus Chad, (laughs) you know? And it's like, you know, and my dad's like, and my dad, so my dad never, my dad always uses that as like a, it's like a joke for him. He's like, yeah, Uruguay versus Chad. So it could have been Uruguay versus Chad, but, um, Uruguay versus Chad. But anyway, um, so yeah, good matchups. What's next? What's next, bruv? We're going to talk about some champions. I don't know how you want to do this. you want to do more just talk about the games or you want to do like predictions? I'll, I'll let you. Yeah, let's do some speculation. I mean, I don't think we're a little too far. But the, the Champions League are like the last round a little too far behind us. Yeah. Um, well, the well, I don't know. Like, Well, all right. I'll just say this. Why don't we do I, the Juventus-Tottenham game? Amazing. Yeah. Juventus is, you know. Can't rule them out. Sevilla, surprising, you know. I don't want Sevilla to win. So, Bayern, do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, all right. I, we don't have to talk about the last round. It's a little too far behind us. But um, but the 
Tottenham, Juventus game did not disappoint. Real Madrid, you know, deservedly made, went through and knocked PSG out. And then, of course, Barcelona destroyed Chelsea. Sorry, Gre- Sorry Greg. PSG are frauds. PSG are frauds. Well, they're not. They're not frauds. <laughs> Let's be nice. They are. I don't know. They, they're, they're not. They're not ready for. They're, they're not ready for the next level. They're not ready for the big time. Yeah. It's. It is kind of. It is sort of shocking that they can't put it together. I guess they need a better coach. But well, yes. Let's. But we'll let's not. Put we'll, the last round behind. All us. right. They're. They're gone. They're gone. Um, you know. Probably the most interesting matchup is. Well, I guess I would say Real Madrid Juventus is probably. Yeah. A rematch of the final. But I think Liverpool Man City. That's gonna be. That's gonna be good. That's gonna be good, but yeah. it's not necessarily gonna. Well. You give your reasons, and then I'll say my annoying, you know, contradictory. Oh, I was just opinion. gonna say because, like, oh, I want, I don't want, I don't want Real Madrid to win again. Is that going to be your thing? Well, say your thing about Man City. Oh, I just think that, like, well, I mean, if anything, when they played in the Premier League, when they played that like amazing game where they Liverpool beat Man City, if it's anything like that, it's going to be great over two legs. Um, and also, just Liverpool is such a good offensive team. Like they just had like with Salah and. Um, Reno and like uh, and Sané, they're just like they're so good. They can't really play. They're not great defensively, but they they run they were uh track they run track meets. To use a basketball term. They're running track meets in the on the, on the pitch. So and then Man City has the has firepower too, but they're like a more a more of a complete team. So and I just think it's going to be a real up and down game. It's going to be it's it's going to be watching. no. It's definitely worth watching. Yeah, it's going to be like watching a tennis match. Just going boop, 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 boop. yeah. That I mean that and then of course the Real Madrid Juventus games are going to be the games of the. The games to watch because um, um, Barca is going to kill Roma. Barca is going to destroy Roma, and so Bayern is going to kill Sevilla. <laughs> well, maybe Sevilla. Sevilla is not bad, you know. But I'm, I ho- but I'm, I hope I'm Bayern not, destroys I'm not, Sevilla. I don't mean that to be insulting to Sevilla. I'm just saying it's Bayern Munich. <laughs> no, I know, I know, and uh, I don't want Sevilla. And to I don't want to insult Roma. Either. I ain't about Sevilla, and I ain't about Real Madrid. They're I don't. Only I two. don't. I don't want to insult Ro- Roma either, but. It's Barcelona. Well, that well, Barcelona will. That's without a doubt. Yeah, that that's gonna happen. And if you know, that's not even that's. I'm not even gonna watch those games because I know right. that it's not even gonna matter. Uh, but the two matchups for sure are gonna the, the ones to, to to watch are gonna be, of course, man, like you said, Man City, Liverpool, and Real Madrid, Juventus. Um, all right. So 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 here's my here's my thing. Um, we are under a threat. Of another Real Madrid Champions League win, this is a very real possibility that it, that cannot happen. All the teams I don't like are out of the Champions League, so this is a solely Ron Diego thing. Oh, really? Even I thought you don't. You, I thought well, you I didn't like, like Real Madrid, Madrid but, but, like, but I, you're not bothered they're like by mortal, their. They're not my mortal enemy. I just don't like them. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are under threat for another Real Madrid win, and uh, I don't like this. I don't like this one bit. <laughs> Uh, and I don't think Man City have the ability to beat them. I don't think. I think I'm sure they're. I'm sure they beat you all the time, and they beat all the other British teams. Oh, gotcha. But but they don't. But they don't. They, well, because this is what I'm saying. It's like this isn't. This does not help me. This does not help my confidence. Right. I was really hoping that Man City would get paired with a Spanish team or maybe even Bayern to really test their resolve in the Champions League. They're. I think they're probably going to beat Liverpool. Um, which is good. They'll take it to the semifinals. That's when we'll really see the test of Man City. Um, but it's just like it's uh, it's, it's like they were playing against Basel first, so it's like okay, whatever. They're gonna they're gonna win, you know. But it's like the fact that they got paired with Liverpool is like, well, this doesn't exactly give us a sense about whether Man City can can go all the way to the Champions League final. Um, so you know, 
um, so it's just like it's unfortunate because it's like I'm not saying that I think Man City is a bad team or that I don't want them to succeed. I really hope so because you know because I don't want Real Madrid to win. Juventus could beat Real Madrid. They are certainly on track. They might be hungry to like knock them out after they embarrass them in the final. Um, so Juventus has an ability, but uh, if Man, but it's like at the end of the day. The only team that we can be confident, and the only ones that really can defeat Juan Diego's real favorite team is uh, Barcelona. Barcelona F- Football Club Barcelona. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Barcelona are in fact our only hope. And if it, and if it hap- if it comes to pass that Real Madrid go all the way to the final, you have heard that phrase. Barcelona's our only hope a couple times in this podcast. Imagine being in a group chat with him. You hear it all day. I hear it. Barca is our only hope. It's like, it's it seeped into my Otherwise, brain. Real Madrid's going to win again, dudes. I mean, I'm, uh, it's just like, you know, I mean, Juventus. And Dudettes. I hope, I hope, it's like Juve, you know. Do the thing. You can do it. You definitely have the ability to do it. But it's going to be hard for you. Bayern, you have no chance. Man City... Well, I haven't seen Man City enough to know, but I don't have faith that Man City could beat Real Madrid. Um, so, I mean, it's like, I wish who we were, else is left but... I wish we were doing video because I like you're getting so into You're doing like Bill Clinton the thumb like... I am doing a Bill Clinton <laughs> thumb. Because thumb, like, like, you're very serious about that. It is serious. It's yeah. like we are we are under threat. Three years in a row, I, I can't do it. Like, if they're in the final, I will not watch it. Like... I'll just, you know. All right, you listen. Listen, we're going to do this. We're going to do this on the fucking, on the podcast. You don't have to physically watch it, but you will be in the room with us while we watch the final. You well, can, like, you can, like, stare at the wall. We have to watch it together. We have to be in the same room together during the Champions League final. It's uh, the Champions League final. Do I have to? I really, it's like, if it was, like, if it was, I, it's like, I really, I mean, I, I really wanted to commit to this idea that it's like, if Real Madrid gets to the final, I will not watch it because... I just don't have enough confidence in them to lose. Like I, I think that like I just w- hang out with your friends and enjoy a, 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 some some soccer. It will not be enjoyable if they freaking win. For I don't want Real Madrid to win either. So we'll all we'll all be miserable. Be miserable together. Yeah, but you don't have to suffer the same degree because I have to like endure my father oh. and my uncle who are just going to troll me forever and ever. Oh. Who are, yeah, so you don't have that kind of oppression in your life. Luckily, no one in my family likes soccer. Yeah, so. see, it doesn't matter. You can just go home and live your life, but yeah. I can't go home and live my life. Um, unless, the only exception. So, I probably will watch the Champions League final. But, the only exception to that. So, my rule, I'm not saying I'll follow it, but at least this is what I intend to do. My rule is, if Real Madrid makes it to the final, I'm not going to watch the Champions League final. Unless... It's against Barcelona. Then, who, I mean, who wouldn't watch that if it was freaking Clásico Champions League final? Yeah, that would be the that would be the game of the century. Um, so yeah, well, everyone who's a human being would have to watch that game. Mm-hmm. But but um, otherwise, like yeah, like I just don't know if I can take it for another year. You know, another third year in a row. Come on, imagine they were Manchester United and it was three years in a row. I would, I would. You would want to, right? So we want to keep it clean, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, then, then be a little, then have some empathy, then understand my plight. I obviously don't want Real Madrid to win three years in a row. Just you know. But imagine, just replace that with Manchester United and think about, and then you might have some idea of how I feel. The high of like Chelsea's gone. 
Right, Manchester United game. Tottenham's gone. Tottenham's, Tottenham's gone. Tottenham's yeah. gone. I just yeah. want to feel like this good feeling. I don't want to. Well, think no, about, I mean you're I good. Don't, I don't want to think about this another. I don't want to think about the bad stuff. I just if, what, oh man, if it was Real, Madrid, I don't think this is going to happen. But if the final were Real Madrid Sevilla, then I definitely wouldn't watch that game. <laughs> That's I, not yeah. <laughs> that like that. Okay, you could convince me for anything else. But if those two teams, my two like most hated teams in the world, playing against each other, like yeah, Tottenham versus Manchester United as oh, a final, just imagine yeah, that. That would be awful. That would be awful. So I don't think that's gonna happen. But you know, I don't think anybody thought Sevilla would be this far. So I could see. I'm not. I don't think it's actually that crazy that Sevilla could knock Bayern out. I mean, it's not likely, but I don't think it's crazy. Sevilla's better than you think. Okay, that's fair. You know. Um anyway, I'm done. I'm done with my little thing. Okay. I mean, I think that about wraps it up. All right. Um we have a Twitter, uh indirect pod at indirect pod. We have a Facebook. We have uh just search indirect uh indirect kick. I mean indirect kick pod at indirect kick pod. I always forget to kick. Um just search indirect kick on Facebook. Um we have an email if you want to email us at indirect kick pod at gmail.com. Juan Diego, you good on promoting? Do you have anything to promote? Uh, no. Okay. Anyway, well, that's uh, that's our little episode. Uh, see you next time. See you guys. Go Juventus. Yeah, go Juve. See ya. <laughs>